At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Big Wednesday program for you. Our buddy Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer, betting analyst for Yahoo Sports, is going to join us in 30 minutes. Amal, you know, Britain continues to come up with some interesting bets for us to peruse every day. Yes. So we're going to take a look at some of the individual awards, and he wants to start with Saquon Barkley. He's being said to have an Adrian Peterson-like uh, recovery from his injury plague season in 2021. Giants center John Feliciano. Now, this is a powerful quote said that Barkley, quote, is the best version he's seen of a running back on any of his teams. Now, let's remember Feliciano was with the Raiders 2015 to 18, the Bills 2019 to 21, and now with the Giants. So that is high praise indeed. Uh, Better than Latavius Murray, I guess. Anyhow, and when we look at Saquon's numbers, okay, because we're going to look at his his Bet Rivers props this year. Mm -hmm. 2018, he played in 16 games, 261 attempts, 1,307 yards. 11 touchdowns rushing, 91 receptions for 721 yards, four touchdowns receiving. Shortened season in 19, only 217 rushing attempts, did get to 1,000 yards, 438 yards receiving, six rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. Of course, 2020, only two games, 13 last year, in and out, and then put on COVID protocol. Only rushed for 593, two touchdowns. 253 yards receiving and two touchdowns. All right, you ready for the props? Rushing yards in 2022, over, under 900.5 yards of all. I have to go under. Uh, until we see durability and ability to play for an extended period of time, it's hard to confidently go over on, on Saquon Barkley. Look, I like him a lot. I think he's a tremendous player. But last year he averaged 40, uh, four, almost 46 yards a game. He's got to be healthy. He's got to be in the lineup if he's going to be effective. Here's the other thing, Mike. It makes it very difficult when you realize if you slow down the run for the Giants, Daniel Jones is never going to beat you. The thing with Barkley is that, you know, yes, he's going to break a long run here and there, but how many runs for two or less yards can that offense fade with Daniel Jones? How long can you be behind the chains? Yeah, and, and you know, you mentioned Saquon. His ability, I looked through a game log in his first couple of years. I think he had at least a 10-yard rush in almost like every game. It's unbelievable what he's able to do in terms of running the football. Um, really a tremendous player that way, but still have some concerns and question marks surrounding him in, in the future. All right, let's switch off. To, or, or, how about touchdowns? I'm sorry, I, I skipped this one. Rushing touchdowns. 
His 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 seasons eleven six, and then the injury shortened ones obviously much less. Only two last year in thirteen games. This is rushing touchdowns now, so not receiving seven and a half juice to the under minus a dollar twenty four. Uh, I wouldn't play it, but if I were to, I, I would actually lean towards the under here as well, only because I think they're both a little bit correlated. You say, how are yards correlated to touchdowns? Because the yard number, if he gets over, he's going to be in a, ton, a number of games. And I think that's where the opportunities will come. All right, let's switch our focus to Brandon Ayuk. The buzz has been building here. The most consistent 49ers performer in camp. And it is said he has built a good rapport with Trey Lance. Last year, Ayuk had a similar camp. but got banged up in the preseason and took a while to get his feet under him. When you look at his stats in 2020, 12 games, 60 receptions for 748 yards. That's 12 and a half yards a catch with five touchdowns. In 2021, he played 17 games, 56 receptions for 826 yards, an average of almost 15 yards a catch. Again, five touchdowns. Regular season receiving yards for Brandon Ayuk over under a mall, 775 and a half. I'm going to go under, and the reason is, you know, everybody's excited about Trey Lance, and he looks great. Every You think there's a team in the league outside of maybe Houston and Jacksonville that doesn't think they can't, they can't win the Super Bowl right now? The Bears. Maybe the Bears. Okay. But, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, but the reality of it is, look, he's, Ayuk's done a nice job in his first two years, but we got to see Trey Lance in a real scenario. I still have question marks about Trey Lance because if Trey Lance is as good as everybody's saying he is, where did this improvement come from? Uh, in the, uh, you know, during the spring, did he improve this much? He didn't play last year. If he couldn't play with Jimmy Garoppolo and they couldn't utilize his size and his ability to run the football in short yarded situations, now all of a sudden this guy's the second coming. I got to see it to believe it. They had a good summer, they say. Everybody uh, has a good summer. Nobody ever comes out and says, well, I'll tell you what, he's our quarterback. He had a terrible summer. We're looking to move him. Regular season receiving touchdowns. Now he's had five both of the last two years. It's set at four and a half, the over minus $1.30. Um, you know, you can lean towards the over there. Uh, the, to me, again, same similar numbers last year that he achieved. So not, not a play I would get involved in. All right, win bet Arizona. We've seen some interesting props from them. How about quarterback to throw for five touchdowns in a game? So this is a yes or a no. Quarterback to throw for five touchdowns in a game. What's, how big is the minus on the yes? Okay, so the cheapest price, and there's four quarterbacks at the cheapest price, Herbert, Brady, Mahomes, and Russell Wilson are all plus $5. Well, see, John, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. This is hard because you, you can see it pick- up if you're, if you're watching on, on Avisen Live. We've got it posted. Josh Allen, Matt Ryan, and uh, Josh Allen and Matt Ryan are six to one. Aaron Rodgers seven to one. Dak Prescott eight to one. Joe Burrow, Jameis Winston, Kirk Cousins, Kyler Murray ten to one. Matt Stafford twelve to one. Derek Carr fifteen to one. Wentz is eighteen to one, and Lance twenty to one. See, I like guys like Carr at fifteen to one. Burrow at ten to one because I think their teams could be involved in a couple of shootouts, and there could be some opportunities there. Um, there are five quarterbacks uh, that are active that have thrown five touchdowns in a game. Tom Brady's done it nine times. Uh-huh. Pat Mahomes has done it five times. I would take Mahomes. I would five take Mahomes. One, right? I would agree yeah. with you, yeah. Russell Wilson's done it five times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Stafford's done it four times, and Lamar Jackson has done it three times. The Lamar Jackson one's the ones that's surprising. Yeah. But, you he's know, not on our list, but he's 50-1 to one of them all. You know, I first I initially thought the prop was going to say, is there going to be a quarterback throws five yeah. touchdowns in a game? And I would have said definitively yes. But I think this is a really tough bet because you're just – this is a random pick, and I don't think the odds are high enough when you're just selectively just picking somebody. It's just, I'm not a big fan of it. Britain chiming in with a full season sweat. I'll give you a full season sweat. Um, we've got early baseball today. It's Wednesday. I'm all three games in progress and two games. First pitch uh, going to go here in a little bit. Good pitching matchup so far today at the small park. Nick Lodolo mm-hmm. uh, going for Cincinnati, the hard-throwing Rookie, he's in, they're in the top of the six. No score. Lodolo's given up uh, five hits. And on the opposite side of the ledger for Philadelphia, uh, Ranger Suarez, who I says gives you a tough five innings out every time. Durability of the issue. Although he's only got 63 pitches, he's thrown a three-hitter through five. All right, calm down, Scott Boris. Uh, I, 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 I know you've been, he, he you've been high on him. He keeps you in the game. He absolutely does a tremendous job. And I'll tell you what, the way the offense for the uh, Phillies was going last night, you felt pretty good about this team coming into today. This is an important game if you're Philadelphia. Good opportunity. We see the Padres drop two in Miami so far. Uh, the Brew Crew, uh, they did get the win last night against the Dodgers, but continue to struggle in different situations. 
Uh, if you're Philadelphia, you got to capitalize on playing a weak team like Cincinnati here as we're tied uh, at scoreless right now. Scoreless top of the sixth. The Phillies right now still a dollar twenty-five favorite, and a total right now I'm all three and a half. Here's a game I don't get involved in at this point because one-one, you're a loser. It's it's hard for you to win under three and a half if this game gets to one-one because this is of the ghost runners. That's oh, why yeah, I can't. Yeah. Well, I, an extra I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get involved in a game where the, it's within two runs. Typically. If I'm going to jump in on a total this late in the game. I tend to agree with you also. So many times it's just it, you get in the sixth, seventh, eighth innings. The middle relievers sometimes allow things to happen and, and the games can go sideways very quickly. Cubs won and covered the run line last night in Washington. The Nationals, uh, as we are in the top of the fourth right now, lead the Cubs one to nothing. Abbott, three scoreless innings uh, for the Nats. And uh, Drew Smiley has given up one run on three hits for the Cubs. A Carlos Hernandez single to left in the second. One nothing the Nats right now. Minus $1.45 live on the Nats. Total six and a half. Yeah, this feels like we're talking about a Jaguars-Texans game in week three. You know, you just yeah. give the score. Uh, look, Cubs, they, they've been competitive. They've played well. Um, last night they get the win. But uh, right now, just down a run. Still only fourth inning. I want, I, I want to go to the game that's in progress. That's interesting to me. Yeah, obviously something happened with Molly. Two and a third innings, had one walk, no hits. He got uh, lifted for Emilio Pagan. Pagan came in and finished the top of the third. Uh, <clears throat> Lynch going for Kansas City. Minnesota leads 3-0 right now. One out, nobody, one out runner on first, bottom of the third. Yeah, Molly was pitching well. 29 strikes out of 42 pitches. It's got to be an injury concern. We saw in the Mets back-to-back games, they had two innings. Uh, Carrasco and Walker both leaving in early with injuries. Um, I don't know about Walker in terms of his status, but uh, Carrasco with an oblique injury. So this would be something to pay attention to for Minnesota. I want to ask you about last night. Did JV solidify the Cy Young? I felt like he did. I thought so, but I thought it was it was his to lose. You said it was ceases to lose if he would no, have I wasn't continued saying this streak. If he, if he continued the streak, I thought he would win it. I didn't say it was his to lose. I thought if he finished out at 20 at the singular run, I, I thought he would win it. I thought last night should move it 30 cents more in, in Verlander's favor. I would agree with you. I didn't think Cease looked particularly effective, and I thought he was fortunate that Verlander gave up the runs in the seventh inning. Um, by the way, big win, and how about the downfall? I, I know we're going to get into this in the baseball segment. There's a play Yankees? I like today. No. Oh. Well, the Yankees can't score. Hey, by, by the way, typical raise, right? Crooked number in the first inning. Don't score the rest of the game, but to make it hold up with a Rosarina hitting that three-run bomb off a nest, uh, nasty Nestor in the first inning. Um but the Guardians. You said you liked it, the Detroit again coming back yesterday. Please sack now 2-11. <laughs> Listen, the oxygen thief, as you like to say. Um, <laughs> well, that was Frank Cody's you know, side. Uh, it was, did you see the end of that game last night? No. It was a great call by the umps. On a, they thought it was a foul tip, and it was caught by the catcher. They initially ruled it hit the ground. They reversed the call, and it was the correct call. Francona gets tossed. Uh, Miles Straw was yelling out of the dugout. I was like, maybe if you put the ball in play, Straw, we wouldn't even have this Miles discussion. Miles Straw? Yeah. Does he have the right to yell from the dugout? <laughs> no, he does not. That's my point. He absolutely does not have the right. Uh, at the top of the next segment, let's hit the early start games, yep. and then we're going to get into some uh, some props that involve pro versus college teams win totals. Uh, the VSEN football guide, the college guide is out now, and our NFL guide will drop next week. Our experts profile every team, team trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, and our best bet. Here's the deal. You can't get this a la carte. You must be a full subscriber to get the college guide and to get the pro guide. $175 now gets you a full subscription all the way through Super Bowl. That's more than 50% off our monthly price. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe. When we come back, Alabama versus the world. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor, and at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N dot C-O-M. Remember, nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds on Mike Palm with Amol Shaw. Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports is going to join the program in 15 minutes as he does almost Every Wednesday, a couple early baseball games uh, in the American League. First pitch at 12.07 Pacific. The Orioles and Voth against the Blue Jays and Stripling. We talked about it yesterday, Amal. Dean Kramer plus nearly $2 against Alec Manoa and the under eight in that game. The Orioles got it done four to two. Today, Stripling $1.70 favorite, a total eight and a half. Um, I didn't touch this game. Uh, I know you're a bigger Stripling guy than I am. But Toronto needs this one. Lost three in a row. Good opportunity to bounce back. If I were to play this game, though, Mike, this is my typical scenario where I like the run line. I love teams on losing streaks to bounce back in a big way, usually, if they're going to win the game. Uh, if you were playing this one, I would look at Toronto run line. But I, I think the Orioles, boy, they, they just continue to come at you. Get those two solo homers off of Manoa in the fifth. If the Orioles beat Toronto today and the season ended, the Orioles are in and Toronto's out. They're half game back for the wow. third wild card spot. Seattle a game and a half up. Tampa Bay a game up on Toronto. Minnesota and the White Sox a game back. Boston really not out of it yet and playing the Pirates. They are four back. Did you see Eckerly's comments last night? No. He's never seen a more no-name lineup than the Pirates. It's embarrassing for baseball. And you know what the Pirates fans said? You're right. <laughs> they, they, were all, <laughs> they were all saluting him for his honesty. They've lived through this. All right, the other game. How about these Padres? They're going to get swept down here in Florida. 3 nothing on Monday, 4-3 last night. They send Clegender to the mound. Against Pablo Lopez, a very good pitcher for the Marlins. The Padres taking some money today in a bounce-back spot. From 145 on the overnight up to 155, the total of all is seven. Yeah, my one concern is Lopez struggled a little bit. His last three starts, uh, just across uh, 12 and a third innings pitched, he's given up 12 earned runs, including two homers. That's the one area I'd be a little bit concerned. I like Clevenger overall in terms of what his effectiveness can be. I don't like the price on the Padres here, but I do think... This Miami team, which continues to struggle offensively despite the win yesterday, um, they finally cracked the three-run barrier. They went a whopping four runs. Um, that's the one concern I have in this one. I, I can't touch the total in this game. 
but it feels like the Padres bounce back to me. What would you say are the Padres' odds of missing the playoffs? If I gave you two to one, the Padres don't make the playoffs, would you take it? Well, yes, because I like the odds. No, because I don't want to hear from you if I lose the bet. I got to give you credit. I don't want to give you credit, but I got to give you credit. You and Josh both said the Padres may not make the postseason. This team is in serious peril. They're a game up for, on Milwaukee for the third wildcard spot. I want to talk about this. So they're four and a half up on the Giants right yeah. I want you to draft starting pitchers right now. I'm going to okay. give you four from each team and you and give me your draft in order. Okay. We'll take Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, and Clevenger from the Padres. Radon, Webb, Wood, and Cobb from the Giant from the Giants. And then you have to pick one of the two closers, Hader or Dattel. What's your order of your draft? I did this already as an exercise. Okay, the myself. closer I'm going with Hader. I'm going with Dottel. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Okay, who's your first pitcher taken out of those eight? Rodon. Me too. Who's your second pitcher taken out of those eight? Uh, Logan Webb. Yes, the nine high flush. I'm there, <laughs> yes. and my third was Darvish. Do Darvish, and then Musgrove fourth. We, yeah. we we disagree on the closer, but look, it's not out of the realm. You have not watched as many Giants games as I have. It, <laughs> no, I have these not. are Maylock smashers. Okay, I mean, forget <laughs> about it. You kidding me? There's runners on base every time. It's ridiculous. All right, let's 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 go over to this most regular season win props. College versus pro teams. I'm also. I know you're going to have to quick research some schedules here. It's okay. I know college football. I, I, the NFL. All right, DraftKings put these up, all right? Mm-hmm. A pro team versus a college team. Who will have more regular season wins? The Bills or the Alabama Crimson Tide? The Bills minus 190. Well, do I believe Buffalo is going to win 13 games? It's what it comes down to. Crimson Tide are going 12, 12 in the regular, regular season. Um, we still get a push on 12 if, if Buffalo goes 12 and 5, right? Yeah. Uh, I, does Wait. Buffalo go 13 and 4? Boy, I don't even know why. They're the favorites to win the Super Bowl them all. It's because they play in the AFC least. There's a reason why all, and this is a message to all those people up in, in the 617 and all those other areas. You've dominated that? a division. That Western New York? That, that's Boston. Oh, oh the, Boston. The reason why you've dominated is because the division has been horrific. This is still the worst division in the AFC. Worse than the South? Because you've got two teams that are top a little. If you were to put the Colts and the Titans in the AFC East, I believe they would finish second and third, whereas uh, uh, Miami and New England would be a fourth and fifth if those five teams were in the are same Are you division. sure the Titans will be better than, than the Dolphins and the Patriots? Oh, oh, I don't know. Derrick Henry plays for them, right? He does. He, okay, I'm just so making sure Ryan Mike Tannehill, Vrabel. Who isn't in your top 18 quarterbacks. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. But somehow Mac Jones made the list. Okay, let's go. Let's move on to maybe one you can bet. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Ohio State Buckeyes, the Buccaneers minus 140. I think the Buckeyes go 12 0 during the regular season. Um, so you take the Buckeyes plus 110 here? Yeah, Tampa. Yeah, I think Tampa's got a greater shot of not getting to 13 wins so I, uh, than the uh, Buffalo matchup. So I would go with the Buckeyes here on this one. Let me ask you a question, Amal. Mm-hmm. Every single person, including you and I, and everyone on this network, and everyone on every channel that you watch about sports has said Ohio State is winning the Big Ten. They yeah. will dominate the Big yeah. Ten there. Why are they only minus 205? Is, if they are this good, isn't that a very cheap price to take Ohio State? It is. And you, Matt Metcalf can answer that better for you. I, I have no clue. It should you, be like $4 to me. So I, I don't necessarily put too much stock in the uh, listings and rankings of yeah. players. But if you look at the top 10, uh, the ESPN released their top 100 college football players. Ohio State is three of the top seven offensively quarterback running back and wide receiver but it's not just that i to me a lot of it is recruiting the players that they've been able to get over what the about last their years. offensive and defensive line and i asked that because michigan won the battle of the trenches on both sides of the ball in that game last year well michigan had a tremendous player in hutchison right he's the second pick in the yeah. draft about uh Ujabo was outstanding as well they had three guys go high in the draft as well with dax hill in the back of that secondary um to me they were really good they they played well look it was a tight game and I thought at the end of the first half, Ohio State should have gone for the end zone instead of kicking the field goal. Give Michigan a ton of credit. But the offensive line is going to be really good as well for the Buckeyes this year. Should, it should be interesting to see. But I don't think Tampa gets the 13 wins. I like this bet. The Kansas City Chiefs minus $1.40 against the Clemson Tigers. I would go with KC. I think KC goes 12-5. and five. I think Clemson's probably looking at 11-1. and one. If things break right, they could go 12-0. and 0. They've got an elite-level defense. Probably the second-best defense in college football. You can even argue maybe better than Alabama's, but I don't think too many people would side with that one. Here's an interesting one from the same state. Florida State. The Battle by 10. Or Jacksonville. Yeah. The ineptitude on I-10 uh, between Tallahassee and Jacksonville here. Uh, I'm going to go with Florida State. 
just simply because they got to win about six games. The ACC is not great. I, I I couldn't make this bet right now because I don't know how good Florida State is. I, I just think it's a fun bet. It would be hard for me to make this bet because there are teams for me that I, I always root against and Florida State being one of them. The Tennessee Titans or the Tennessee Volunteers, give you got to lay 220 with the Titans. G- give me the team from Nashville, not Rocky Top. Lay it. Yep. The Eagles, minus 220 against the oh. Pitt Panthers, not Steelers, plus 180. This is the best bet here. Eagles. The Eagles. It's a high price, but Pittsburgh will not be as good as they were last year. And I think Pitt's probably looking at a 7-5, 8-4 year. I think Philly's got a great shot to win 9 or 10 games. Do you think they can win the East? Or they do win the East? I don't know if they win the East. I think it comes down to two games against the Cowboys. You believe they're a playoff team? I do believe they're a playoff team. I think there's nine teams that are viable candidates in the NFC for those seven spots. And, you know, uh, Green Bay Rams, Dallas, and um, Tampa are the four division favorites, in my opinion. Uh, And then San Francisco... Arizona, Minnesota, New Orleans, and Philly. So actually, I got a few more teams included in there. I'm sorry. James Franklin oh, or fine. Mike Tomlin. The Penn State Nittany Lions minus 205 against the Pittsburgh Steelers get back 165. I, I think Penn State's going to have a big year. People are writing them off because they. I think what they've been 12 and 12 the last two years combined. I think Penn State's going to have a good year. The schedule works out really are well for them. Are they the second them. best team in the Big Ten overall? No, Michigan. Okay. Yeah, Michigan's going to be in good shape this year. The, the, Matt, uh, Matt Humans in, in our college football extravaganza argues Penn State is the second best team in the Big Ten. They can argue it all they want. I'm just telling you the facts. $175 until Super Bowl. All access subscription. You can read the article. No other way to read it. The, um, I, I, I like Penn State on this win total here, and they're prohibitive favorite. The Michigan State Spartans or the Detroit Lions of all, Michigan State minus 190. I don't think Sparty's as good as people think they are, and based on what everybody else tells me. The Lions are, the, I, I mean, had they planned the route for the Super Bowl parade? Um, that, that takes a lot of planning. <laughs> they might be on the outskirts somewhere. Uh, you take the Lions here, 155? I would not, but... Uh, well, how many me. games is Michigan State winning? Seven. That might be optimistic. I, I don't know. Does, does a, Detroit win mix. seven games? They don't win that many in the Big Ten East. No, but no. They still, that gives you margin well, the, in the non-conference. The, the Lions are knocking on the door the here. The Lions are knocking on the door. Can't live with that record. Up next, Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSEN, the sports betting network. Do you want more betting insights that will give you an edge? Of course you do. You're listening to VEASAN. Check out our Best Bets podcast, where you can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks right here in Vegas and all across this great land of ours. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. We're getting... Frank Schwab hooked up. He's going to join us momentarily, Amal. Let's try to hit a few more of these. You mentioned Michigan is the second best team in the Big Ten East. Yes. More regular season wins. The Indianapolis Colts, minus 140, or that school up north, plus 110. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts because I think Michigan probably has a 10-2, and 11-1 and one type of year, but uh, I think Indianapolis is going to have 10-11 to 11 wins as well, and then you've got those additional games. All right, well, well, welcome in Frank Schwab. Good morning, Franks, or good afternoon there in Denver. Frank, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports and also their betting analyst. How you doing this week, Frank? Doing well, doing well. My Milwaukee Brewers finally won, so hopefully you don't drag me too hard on them today. But, you know, hey, I, I get it. Uh, you, know, you give up in the middle of a pennant race. You, you deserve what you get. Well, I hope they win. They were a huge chalk against Pepeo last <laughs> night, and it only took them extra innings to get there. <laughs> I mean, it's like the, it's like the, I, I was on the Dodgers. I can't even lie because anytime I, it's just an autoplay for me. The what six times the Dodgers have been underdogs the last three years or something like that. The, anytime I see a plus with the Dodgers, I'm taking them even if, it, if it's against my favorite team. Yeah, I would agree with you. Don't worry. We won't pick on you for the Brewers. I thought you were intentionally not coming on the Skype because of the fact that the Packers can't catch the ball. How's your, how's your buddy Aaron Rodgers? How's training camp going for those guys up there? Complaints left and right. Guys aren't running the right routes. I mean, come on, what's going on over there? How good is this team going to be? I know you're not as high on them this year as I am. I still contend that this division is not as good. I look at the NFC. Does anybody really stand out to you? We're kind of going through who you look at in the NFC. Who's the team for you if you said today in August I'm picking to win this conference? 
I've asked myself that time after time because I can't come up with a team in the NFC I love. Yeah. I believe in a Super Bowl hangover, and I believe in Matthew Stafford's arm might not be okay. So I'm not really about the Rams. Weird vibes coming out of the Bucks. I mean, Tom Brady just takes two weeks off to a training camp. Like, I've never seen that before. That That's a bad vibe. I'm a little bit down in the Packers just because, you know, the regression's coming. I don't love—I just, look, Devontae Adams is one of the top 10 non-quarterbacks in the league. That's a loss, for sure. The team I keep coming back to, and I know— I'm probably going to look dumb, but it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I just think at their odds that that's the play for me. I think this is a really, really good football team. I think Jalen Hurts isn't great, but he could be good enough. And this notion that you need a great quarterback to make the Super Bowl is just not true. We've seen mediocre quarterbacks at least make the Super Bowl time after time. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Nick Foles, Jared Goff. Like, I mean, I can go through the names. You don't need to be an elite quarterback to make a Super Bowl if you have a Super Bowl team around you. And I think this Eagles team is loaded at all all positions, every level, offense and defense. That's the team I keep coming back to just with the odds that I think is the best play right now. Mike, I don't want to pick on Frank anymore, so I'm just going to defer to you now. I just, is, did he just say Jalen Hurts? Is that opener in week one, maybe an NFC championship game preview in Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> Hard Knocks Lions, let's go. I mean, but did you guys just, I mean, like I, the, the Cowboys had a rough off season. Oof. I think the NFC East is there for the taking. And I just think this NFC is wide open. So I want to find a team. I'm not going chalk with the NFC this year. I'm just not. I, I just, I don't like any of the top three teams. So I need to find somebody. And I think this Eagles team is going to be really, really good. If, if I can get Jalen Hurts to, he's the 16th best quarterback in the NFL, middle of the road. Okay. I think the Eagles are a really, really good team. And the NFC's champs at that happens. Frank, in the entire 2021 season, there were 36 accepted illegal contact penalties, two per week in the NFL. There were 15 in week one of the preseason this That's year. That's why those overs are hitting, Mike. Yeah, yeah well, I, I'm serious now. When, when I say this, uh, the NFL did put a point of emphasis for the on-field officials, the illegal contact penalties, 14 and three, the overs go so far in the preseason. Do you think this will continue into the regular season and should we adjust our handicap of totals? I really don't think so. I, I think I've seen this enough times where point of emphasis, it's always they're going to overcall it in the preseason to get guys used to it. They're going to say, hey, we're going to, you know, I, we're going to make sure you know that we're looking out for this and everybody freaks out and it's a big deal for a few weeks. And then in a the regular season, it kind of calms down. Like we might, might go from like 15 a week to 20 a week. And maybe that affects, it's going to affect games here and there, but I don't think it's going to be this league-wide thing. now. Might over still keep hitting when the season starts? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think I do believe in this whole, like, you know, lack of training camp tackling, lack of starters in the preseason, that it does affect the defense. You saw really bad tackling last week. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks are still missing tackles. So I think there's something to be said about that. Not that I disagree. I, I, I'm all about keeping guys healthy. And if, if you're rusty the first couple of weeks, that there, that's a fine trade-off. But, I, you know, I think a big reason the scoring is up and it could continue, you know, into September. It's just defenses aren't ready to play football. They're just not. And I understand it, but that's the, the, the trade-off they've made. And so we might see some scoring early on in the season. Frank, I want to ask you about the Kansas City Chiefs. We haven't talked about them too much, which is surprising considering their domination in the last four years. They lose Tyreek Hill. What's your feeling on McCole Hardman? How effective is this offense going to be? And then most importantly, the question that really comes back to Kansas City every year, how good is the defense? And that's a funny thing about the Chiefs. The more I keep looking at them, I think this team could struggle a bit offensively. Not struggle, but not be the best offensive football anymore. I mean, you take a Tyree Kill out of the equation, you replace him with Juju Smith-Schuster. It's just not the same. MVS is not the same. Like, at Travis Kelsey, for as great as he is, there's only been two tight ends in NFL history at age 33 or older to have a 1,000-yard season. Like, we're oh, wow. in—I mean, to, yeah, to expect—and one of them was Tony Gonzalez, the old, you know, the old chief. So— we're in uncharted territory with Kelsey as this like 170 target number one alpha receiver in that offense. I mean, it, it, we're getting to a point where his play could fall off. So I wonder if the offense takes a little bit of a step back, but the defense is kind of exciting to me. They have a lot of good young guys in that defense. Carl Aftis is going to be a good player, and I've already punched a ticket on him to win rookie of the year. They they have a lot of speed at the linebacker position. They've been drafting a lot of guys. I think Justin Reed is a very underrated safety that they added to replace Tyran Matthew. I think this defense could be feisty. They're not going to be top 10, but they could be good enough to help out the offense and to kind of counteract that regression the offense is going to have a little bit. And every time I talk up the charge, usually the Chargers, sometimes the Broncos, because I do like them too, I always come back to 
Am I being stupid here to bet against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Why, why am I falling for the shiny new toy here? When the Chiefs just win this division every single year, why should I go against that? Is Tyreek Hill really that good? I, I like him, but it could it could be really dumb by January to look back at, at me writing all these things about picking the Chargers to win the division. Matt Metcalf, Frank, who's the director of Circus Sports, said on this program um, less than two weeks ago that he's never power-rated a team this much ahead of the rest of the field as he has Alabama this year. He has him a touchdown over oh. Ohio State on a neutral. What's your thoughts on the playoffs, and is Alabama your national champion? Every year, I, I, this sounds so square, but I don't care because it's made me money. Every year, the day after the national championship game, I go find Alabama, I make a big bet on them to win the national championship game, and then I sleep well for the offseason. And that's the truth. I, I've done it five years in a row now, and they're in the championship game every year, so I could at least hedge. Did the same thing this year. Alabama, when you get five stars at every single position, I remember one time looking at it, and uh, their 85 scholarships or whatever it is, they had like 63, four or five stars or something like that. It's just amazing, the talent gap there. And so Alabama's always going to be in the mix. They, they just have, they're just better than everybody else. And I just think, like, you know, you look at the odds here, and I think the odds are very reflective of what college football is going to be this year. Alabama's going to be in the national title. Alabama's going to be in a college football playoff. Ohio State's going to be in a college football playoff. Georgia's probably going to be in a college football playoff. And just pick whatever fourth random team gets blown out by Alabama that first playoff week. Uh, it's just, it, this is college football now. And yeah, Alabama, just to me, is so much better than everybody else, talent-wise, coaching-wise, all that. They're they're pretty much the third, 33rd NFL team at this point. And I get, I'm, I'm always taking a low number with Alabama, but I'm like, well, I'm going to, I know I'm going to be in action in January. You can at least hedge this thing. So it's never really bit me yet. I tend to agree with you on the Crimson Tide. Look, I think it's a two horse race in all of college football. I think it's Ohio State and yep. Alabama. I, I said I would bet both of them at plus money prices and don't even worry about the rest of the field. Georgia's going to go 11 and 1 or 12 and 0, but I don't think they're that good. I think the schedule's that weak for them this year. And it, it'll be interesting to see how this thing plays out. From a college football perspective, looking big picture, how bad is this? Because I, I got to tell you, normally I'm so fired up for the season. And I am from just a betting standpoint and looking forward to games. Um, you know, the non-conference games, we'll see them like you or excuse me, conference games, Utah, USC. But I got to tell you, when you just have two to three teams, I, I think for a big picture perspective, it hurts the sport. Absolutely, it does. And I'll, I'll, I mean, to take it a step further, I think realignment is hurt a lot. I mean, USC and UCLA are going to be in the Big Ten. Like, what? Oh, Big Ten guy. Like, Wait, UCSC's coming to Minnesota and Madison? What? Like, this doesn't make sense. So, and I, but I do think the sameness in college football, where we're just seeing, I could tell you right now, three of the four teams in the college football playoff and probably have 80% chance of being right. That's not good. That's not, there's no unpredictability. There's no underdogs. There's no Cinderella's. Yeah, we'll get that fourth team in there, whether it's Michigan or Iowa when you're whatever, Cincinnati. They'll get blown out and we'll just forget about them. It stinks. It's not good for the sport at all, I don't think. And what can you do? But it, it's just not good. Frank, thanks for the time. Good luck to your brewers. They stay in this race. The Padres also. might just let them in the door here for the third wild card. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, when we come back, we've got plenty to discuss. We've got ATP in Cincinnati, WTA, and we'll hit the rest of the Major League card. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get ready to kick off fall and football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers on today, August 17th, for Win Total Wednesday. Today, players who place a wager on any NFL or NCAA football team season win total get a free $10 BetRivers bet. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app all season long for the latest odds and unique promotions. BetRivers is your go-to sportsbook this fall. It's a whole new game. Welcome back into Odds on Mike Palm with the Mall Show. Let's get right to it in Cincinnati. Iga Sviatek, mm-hmm. who burnt plenty of money, minus 950 in the last tournament, taking on Sloan Stevens. A cheap price today, only $7 on Iga. Yeah, I would take uh, Sloan with the uh, plus six and a half games. games. Yeah. Sloan's got a shot here. She dominated Alize Cornet, six, uh, I think six one six love or vice versa. But uh, I think she's in a good position here. And remember, Sloan has won a U.S. Open on the hard courts. What has Iga done on the hard courts? Madison Keys is plus one ten against Jelena swinging for the downs. Austin Pinko. Yeah, absolute home run here. Better name is Joey Gallo for her. <laughs> uh, you know, I like uh, Madison Keys in this one. I think Austin Pinko will make too many errors, and Keys has the power to really create some problems for Ostapenko, where Ostapenko takes advantage of is players who don't have the power and you sit up on that second serve and you, it's just either, she's going to either hit it in or out. There's nothing you can do. Simona Halep's $1.75 favorite against Veronica Kudermatova. Uh, this one is one I'd take Kudermatova and the uh, and the games. I think Halep could come through, but Kudermatova chokes in too many opportunities. Here's an interesting match. Anna Kalinskaya, Saya, against Arnia Sabalenka. Sabalenka, a $2.80 favorite of all. Do you have an opinion here? Uh, yes. Sabalenka is my favorite player of the day, despite her uh, double fault. She's going to roll Kalinskaya. Kalinskaya, listen, the one thing I'll say about her, she's probably in the top 10 of looking women on the tour. Paula Badosa, whatever she's calling herself, Gilbert, $1.95 against Tomjanovic. Uh, this is a tough matchup. Pedosa has not been playing consistently well. Alia Tomlianovic on a hard course can be a real problem here. Uh, I would take a look at the number of games you can get with her in this one before I would play this game. Taylor Fritz against Nick Kyrgios. Kyrgios, $1.35. Um, whew, tough matchup. I'll tell you what. I, this is That's a big pass for you, isn't it? It is a big pass, but I'll, I'll tell you what. If you, it's probably going to be a plus a game and a half or something. I would look at taking Fritz in the game and a half because this feels like, to me, three set tiebreaker, seven, six, both sides. I mean, all three sets. Batista Agut is near $3 against Marcos Giron. Yeah, I wouldn't lay the, the number here with RBA. He's not been playing as well, but he should be able to find a way through Marcos Giron here. Rafa, $6 against Borna Korch. Korch gives you a good, honest mm. effort. He's been injured. He's a, he's a talented player, but injuries have really kind of... Uh, been tough on him the last few years. Stay away spot. Francis Tiafo pick him against Sebastian Corda. Uh, I would stay away from this matchup. Corda, if he plays his A game, should be able to beat him. Uh, but foe, give him credit, beat Berrettini. But Berrettini has not been playing great. I'm, I'm interested in your opinion on this last match. Yes. On his best surface, Carlos Alcaraz is 425 against Marin Cilic. Oh, I didn't know this game was being played in Western Europe. Um, the, uh, give me Marin here. This is a, That's a big price, $3, isn't former it? Former U.S. Open Grand Slam champion 2014, Marin Cilic, same guy? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me Marin Cilic in the $3. Look, Alcaraz is a terrific talent. 
But there's a level of difference when you get guys like Chilich who can create free points on serve. You were on the Tigers yesterday, Amal. Mm-hmm. They continue their series with the Guardians. Two pitchers that uh, coming off good starts. Quantrill for the Guardians. Daniel Norris back in the fold for the Tigers here and in the rotation. Cal Quantrill laying 210 today. I'm all the total seven and a half. Yeah, I was, I did not, not make this play yet, but Mike, I tell you, I like the Guardians on the run line today. I think they bounce back here. And you, you know what's interesting? The, the Guardians are one of the few teams where you get over a $2 favorite and you still get a plus price on the run line. It's only 105. 105, but it's still, yeah. It's now shifted to minus 105 as the line's gone up to 210. But, you know, you see the Dodgers are like minus $2. They're like run lines like minus 195. I mean, you know, at least with the Guardians, you get a shot here of a reasonable number. Braves have been showing out against the Mets, but it's Maxi Scherzer tonight <laughs> going against Jake Odorizzi. Scherzer, $1.55 road favorite, total seven and a half a mole. Yeah, Jake the fake is going to be in trouble here tonight. Uh, uh, give me give me Maxi. Uh, I, I was looking at playing this game under. The Braves pitching staff has done a great job against the Mets' bats. This is a seven and a half total, a little bit high. Matt Max is going to be a bulldog tonight. I, I think the Braves are limited on runs, and the team total of three and a half, I would take under on the Braves. Uh, Cardinals and Rockies, Herman Marquez for the visitors, Jordan Montgomery for the Cardinals. Cardinals uh, laying $2 here in this spot or close to it tonight. I'm all $1.95, $2, uh, 205 at DraftKings. Total from 7.5 on the overnight down to 7. Yeah, this is uh, a game. By the way, uh, yesterday Tyler O'Neill gets hit for the uh, walk-off, hit by pitch by Denilson Lamette. Um, this is a game where I would look at potentially taking – uh, a run line on St. Louis. Montgomery's been effective since he came over from New York. Uh, the A's and the Rangers continue their series. Aller against Reagans for the Rangers. The Rangers, $1.60 home favorite, total eight and a half a mile. I tell you what, they were lifeless yesterday against the A's. Uh, we'll see how this thing pans out. No play here. Uh, Dodgers and Brewers. Okay, the Brewers get it done in 11 last night, but big Tony Gonsolin, 14 and 1, and his 2 2 ERA against Eric Lauer and the Brewers at Miller Park. The Dodgers, $1.75, no movement on this game. That's what it opened. Total of eight. Are you back in Tony the Tiger tonight? Uh, I am not. Uh, a little bit of a high price here, but I think the Dodgers do come through. Going to stay off of this one. My man, Framber Valdez gets the start tonight at Cellular One, or whatever it's called now for the Astros, against Michael Kopech, who's hot and cold. Framber and the A's and the Astros, $1.45 favorite with a total of eight. I'm on Framber tonight. It's not a bad play. I'm going to come with the under in this game. I know it's shaded towards the over, but I think both guys have been very effective. Framber, outside of the Cy Young guys of Cease, Verlander, um, and then Big Sandy, I would make the case he's been the best, fourth best pitcher in baseball this year. You could make the argument. I just did. Well, you, you could make it more thoroughly. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um <laughs> D-backs and Giants. Giants rally in the bottom of the ninth last night to thwart an attempt to go Merrill Kelly uh, to win that game one nothing. Soft tossing Zach Davies takes them out for the Snakes against Carlos Rodon. I'm actually surprised Rodon's only 215 here, total 7.5. I thought he'd be 250. I agree with you. I like the Giants' run line here, even though they only scored two runs last night on the two-run homer by Crawford in the ninth inning. I like the Giants here in this game. Uh, let's hit a few other games here, uh, Amal. Uh, Mariners and Angels. Kirby for the Mariners. This game goes at 105 Pacific time against Tushi Toussaint for the Angels. The Mariners at $1.80 on the overnight, Amal, up to $2. So we're seeing some M steam total, 8.5. Uh, no play in this game, but I like Kirby a lot. I think he's a good young pitcher. Um, Toussaint formerly with the Braves. We'll see how effective he can be in this game. Seattle quietly playing uh, well again. I know they've only won two in a row, but still getting things on track here right now. And good win last night. They scored another five in the ninth inning. Rays, Yanks. Let's not forget the Rays and Yanks. Corey Kluber for the Rays. Domingo Herman for the Yanks. $1.40 on Herman. And a total of seven and a half. How did they get to seven and a half, Amal? Uh, I'm seeing eight and a half on this oh, one. Oh, wow. Up the, to eight and a half here. Well, wow, that's Klu- a tremendous Kluber, move. Kluber's been inconsistent. I mean, obviously, he's not the same pitcher he once was. We know that. But I don't know. For me, this is not a game I'm interested in. Look, last time out, Kluber gave up seven earned runs. Mike, his when you look back on his numbers, his last five starts, seven, three, and then four, four, four earned runs allowed. I, I just don't want to take him in this spot. He had a very good effect uh, outing against the Yankees earlier this year. Six innings, four hits, two runs, both unearned. 
Um, that was in the Bronx and against the Yankees at home, gave up six innings, uh, three hits, one earned run. So for me, I would take a look at potentially going under because the Yankees are struggling offensively, and we know Tampa doesn't score more than two innings in a game. This game moved from seven and a half to eight and a half, and the juice is on the over on the eight and a half. That's a big move. Well, I, I guess the feeling is, hey, they're going to bounce back offensively. I, I just you got to see it to believe it. For me, the Yankees have won three games in August. Red Sox are not out of it yet. Richie Hill, the ageless wonder, takes the mound tonight in Pittsburgh against Rony Contreras. Richie Hill, a dollar fifty favorite on the road. Them all total eight. Um. You know, this Pirates is no-name team. Yep. Uh, I, I think they compete hard. I don't like the price on this one with the with the Red Sox. I wouldn't play this game, but I can't back Pittsburgh either. Amal, would you take, for more regular season wins, the Arizona Cardinals or the Texas A&M Aggies? It's a straight pick em. Uh I would go with the... Boy, this is a really good one. This is probably one of the toughest a, ones. Well, and the only one that's a pick. Yeah, I, I, I would lean towards A&M because I think they could potentially win nine games. I don't see Arizona winning nine games. Those two teams in Miami, the Dolphins or the Hurricanes, Dolphins are minus 140. Um, no opinion on this one here. I'm not sure what the Dolphins are. I got to see Tua. Uh, that's the big question for me. Who draws more people? Well, hold on a second now. The are we talking about... We got 20 left, so I'll hold one. Okay. Ticket sales <laughs> or actual attendance? Actual attendees. Canes? Yeah, Going Canes. Because Dolphins, you, you know, they're sold out, but people won't show up. Last one, New York Giants minus 135 or the Bengal Tigers of LSU? Bengal Tigers. Brian Kelly. You're a Brian Kelly guy. I knew you were Brian Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for Frank Schwab. Amal, you're out next week. Or uh, you're out the rest, rest of this week. week. Yeah. All right, and Wes Reynolds will be on set. Uh, tomorrow and Friday. And also, no, don't Josh. Stay tuned. Betting Across America next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.